Hi, listener. Welcome back to another episode of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. Hi, Donnie. Hello, Mara. Good to be back for another episode. Yeah, we have a really good one today. We are going to be talking about the book, A Man Called Ove, which was published in 2012 by Frederick Bachman. He's a Swedish author, and it was just recently uh, released in the United States as A Man Called Otto. So if you'd like to tell us about that. Yeah. So um, this uh, Man Called Otto is actually the second film adaptation of it. it originally uh, was a, uh, there was a, a Swedish film also called A Man Called Ove. Uh, that, and that film was actually nominated for Best Foreign Language Film and Best Makeup and Hairstyling at, uh, for the Oscars. Uh, it was from 2015, this film. Uh, and the most recent adaptation A Man Called Otto just came out uh, earlier this year, well, technically late last year, December 29th, too, it was released, uh, was a big uh, box office success. It uh, uh, more than doubled its uh, uh, budget, budget of $50 million and grossed over $109 million there. It was um, written by David McGee and directed by Mark Foster, Forster, my apologies, and, uh, and it uh, stars in the title role of Otto, uh, for, former Bosom Buddy star Tom Hanks. Maybe you've heard of him. So want to yeah. tell us a little about the plot? Yeah, so we should probably say there will be um, spoiler alerts. If you haven't read it or seen it, we will be probably spoiling that for you. Additionally, the plot really revolves around suicide. So trigger warning for anybody that finds that um, uncomfortable. So the plot is generally that Otto slash Ove is a recent widower. His wife passed away six months earlier and he wants to join her. So he tries to kill himself in multiple ways and fails each time and a new family moves across the street who befriend him and make it difficult for him to want to kill himself. So they begin to kind of get him to see the value in what he's doing, unknowing to them. It's really a story about, I would say, their friendship and the way they bring him into his their family and the ways that he is also trying to kill himself, which isn't funny, but the it's comedic in the way it's portrayed in the movie. So that's really the plot of the movie. Do you think I covered it, Donnie? Do you have anything to add? Yeah, no, no, that's pretty okay. good. He's like, yeah, um, Otto slash Ove is uh, very much categorized as like, definitely like a grumpy Gus in the beginning. Yeah, like a curmudgeon. Yes. Yes, definitely like, like, you know, an Archie Bunker type, you know, though not as, not as like racist or, any, <laughs> or anything like that, but just yeah. very like cynical and just upset with the world. And it's over He's time. the keeper of the neighborhood. He's very scheduled. He wants to make sure the rules are followed in the neighborhood. Yes, they, they have a, it's this kind of like weird uh, development type where it, it's a private street or something where there's a gate going and like uh i think it, he doesn't like like visitors like cars going through or a uh, big point of contention with him is when they don't when no one closes the gate and it's uh so you kind of yeah. um, and you're kind of leading me to one of the differences that I think is done very well because the book is set in Sweden and it's very European. And in A Man Called Otto in the movie, I really felt that same vibe. Although you have to look closely in the beginning to know they're actually set in Pittsburgh. It doesn't really matter because I felt like they got the neighborhood really right in the movie. Like it felt it could be anywhere. You know, I think they had to establish you and where you were in the US, which is why, you know, they they used Pittsburgh for some reason, maybe because it felt industrial. But um, 
I really thought they did it really well. Yeah. Yes. I agree. And this is one of my favorite books. And we had a book club going back years and my mother wanted us to read this book in the worst way, but she had had a really bad pick a few weeks before and we were all resistant. So um, I finally read it and it did not disappoint. Yeah. I was a bit like unsure of the book because like it was uh, uh, written in Swedish. Now, obviously I read the translated version of it. So I kind of was like a tepid a little with uh, before I read the book that I thought that it may come off as a little awkward or disjointed, obviously with the translation out there. But I didn't, you know, I was pleasant surprised i didn't really see that i didn't um didn't really see too many like disjointed phrases or anything you want to call, call and like i that. love this author his he has like, quite a few other books but his one book anxious people is so funny and so well done and that's also on netflix and i tried to watch it the other day except it was all subtitles because it's in swedish <laughs> and so i didn't have that level of attention span that day to be reading um all the yeah. subtitles but he just has a way of writing that i find really engaging and, and funny so if you get a chance to read anxious people very amusing so i really like the way he writes and i will say that this is probably one of the few times i will say I loved the movie. I have told so many people to go see this movie. You know, I saw it in the theater with a friend of mine and then my husband and I watched it on demand again because I was like, you have to watch this movie. It's so good. Um, And I just, I loved it. I loved everything about it. And I read the book after, which is not generally the way I do things either, but I, I just, I loved everything about it. Yeah. I loved um the neighbor who in the book is Iranian and her name is uh Paranava or Paranov but in the book she's Hispanic and her name is Marisol so that's kind of like a little difference but not like something you can't get over right yeah. like you're like okay but I loved the I loved this actress Mariana Trevino I loved her. Like yeah. I walked out of the movies and I was like, if she does not get nominated for a Golden Globe or an Oscar, there will be no justice. Like <laughs> I don't know what they're looking for yeah. if she doesn't get nominated because I just loved her so much and I just thought she made the movie. Well, sadly, she wasn't. So. Well, no, because it's 2023, right? So the Oscars, were they based on 2022 well, te- technically movies? Because, been... Technically, because it was released in December 2022. Yeah. That's what it was. It's uh, kind of a whole thing. They usually like release them like barely like at the end of the year just to get the knowledge of uh, uh oh, well, it wasn't but i am gravely disappointed okay. that and i feel robbed i think i feel robbed <laughs> on her behalf <laughs> because i just <laughs> i i just loved her i loved her so much I was like, she needs, I need to see more of her in movies because I thought she was just great. Yeah. Uh, I thought, um, yes, I agree completely. Because uh, I thought, like, it was interesting, obviously, with it, as you mentioned uh, in the book, the character being Iranian and in the movie, her being Hispanic. And I guess in both instances, is to highlight uh, cultural differences that and you might expect with someone, you know, with as miserable as Otto slash Ove that he, you know, may come up. Because a little judgmental or bigoted, and uh, and you tend to realize that no, no, he's kind, of, he kind of in the beginning, he's kind of someone who no, he doesn't um, 
he's not he treats everyone equally he hates everybody pretty much equally (laughs) um but it was nice seeing like his you know the peeling of the onion and uh his different layers and seeing him soften yeah Uh, and i thought tom hanks did a a great job i thought he was so good yes i I liked him in this role a lot yeah (laughs) you know um yeah I just, and I love Cameron Britton as Jimmy. I just, every time that guy came on the, the screen, I laughed. <laughs> like the way he did the slow walk when he was working yes. out. Like, I just, I just thought he was great. I, I loved him. I just felt like everybody in the, it was so, everybody was so well cast. Like it was just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting how funny it really was that, you know, I wouldn't classify this as like a comedy, like at, at best, like probably like a dramedy or something, but yeah, like a dark comedy, maybe. I don't know what the yeah, dark, term is. dark comedy, I guess, but it was kind of like the comedy uplifted the drama. They definitely were, they definitely worked well together as he had like the, the, drama of the situation loss and his life and what he's going through uh but i never felt like with the comedy it took away from the seriousness of the matter no and the other i mean the other unsung character if you'll call them in the movie is the cat yes yes the the cat is so cat it's so (laughs) funny like it's just so funny his relationship with this cat you know which i just thought was in both in the book and the movie you know the cat played a pretty central role in then and the cars you know i think that's the one one of the other differences is that the cars were foreign cars in the book of course like they were like sobs and volvos and in the movie because it was centered in the u.s it was more like I think it was like Ford versus Chevy. And that's kind of the relationship between he and Ruben, his friend in the neighborhood, and how that sours because, you know, Otto just can't get over that he would buy a, a different kind of car. You know, and I think that rings true in both of them. I really didn't think there there was any huge differences that were impactful yeah. in the that they changed from the move from the book to the movie. There were um there were a couple differences that I noticed like in the kind of seemed more like of the time uh times a little. because uh, one uh, one thing I noticed: there's a scene where Otto becomes a hero, uh, becomes a hero, where a man has fallen into the train tracks, and he jumps in and saves and saves him. You know, pulls him out, and actually has a moment where he considers just staying there and get hit by the train and killed uh, before he ultimately comes uh, crawls out. And you see all the um, the people surrounding and they're, you know, uh, have their phones out and they're making videos and that. And, you know, they're praising him for being a hero. And he just kind of is like, oh, he's, he's done with it. He doesn't really care. He doesn't really care. Walks off. So later on, one of um, one of the people who was uh, filming him, I forget her name, but she comes, she wants to do a story on him and calls herself a social media journalist which mm-hmm. you know which obviously in this day and age is a, a real thing uh but it's funny how in the book a pretty you know that pretty uh follows close to it except instead of her being a social media journalist she's just a regular journalist for the newspaper yeah and i, I definitely get the sense that that kind of with the time how you know huge social media is and is reckoning and that people are have making careers out of their social social media profiles and that definitely was a distinct difference yeah and what i liked they did in that scene too was highlight how people are so focused on taking videos of extraordinary circumstances that are 
are happening instead of helping, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I thought like that was really, mm-hmm. you know, done in a way that you got it and they didn't have to tell you that's what was happening. You know, they showed you and I thought that was really well done. Yeah, definitely. And there was one thing uh, that I will say I liked better in the book than the movie is that they talk about uh, the man that he saved. And in the book, you see that the man has uh, written a letter uh, to o- Ove and, you know, talking, you know, praising him and saying, you know, how, you know, grateful he is. And, um, and that, and I believe uh, they mentioned that the reason that he had fought, had fallen onto the tracks was due to a medical condition. And that kind of um, made him realize he needed to get help. So he said his doctor or something like that. And we saw so he actually says, "Oh, you saved my life twice." Yeah, essentially. And in the uh, in the film, they don't really get into that. The uh, the social media journalist, I think uh, Sherry is her name. I think Sherry or Carrie, something like that. She she says, "Oh, the man he recorded a video of you know saying thank you or that," but mm-hmm. they never show the video because she attempts to show him and he just can't be bothered. You know, so I did like that. I, I did like that better in the book. I thought that would have you know because I. I watched the movie in the middle of reading the books. And I, after I watched the movie, like I hadn't gotten to that point yet. Then when it came on and it got to it, I thought, Oh, that, that would have been cool for them to uh, show that. Like maybe, like maybe at least like show a little bit of his video or something. Yeah. Nice. Yep. The, the other thing I really liked that I thought they did well. Um, I feel like I haven't praised a movie like this in a long time <laughs> for what I thought they did well. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked how we, and, and I liked in both how we got to know Sonia without her being a pivotal character, right? Like she was kind of like a character and there was an actress playing her who was very good, but you got it in dribs and drabs, right? Like I liked as he was about to try to take his life that we got to know a little bit more about her. Yeah, very true. And I, I thought that was really well done in both. Like you didn't mm-hmm. learn all about her in one setting and you got to learn about her through other characters, right? Like how she affected her one student, Malcolm, how she affected Jimmy and Anita and Ruben. And, you know, you got to learn about her from all these different characters, which I thought was really good yeah. and effective. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, because I, I really like the um, the flashback scenes with mm-hmm. her and Otto. And, and it's, it's funny, I realized that the, uh, the young Otto is played by Tom Hanks' son, Truman Hanks. Yes. And... Um, <laughs> Which is interesting. Uh, but yeah, what's funny, uh, I did want to talk about that character you just mentioned, Mal- Malcolm, and that relationship. And there's a, there is a big difference between uh, that character in the book and the film. In the film. Uh, because uh, you see that uh, Otto slash Ove, you know, befriends this young man, and, uh, and he helps him fix his bike and everything. And later he lets him stay at his home at his home when he's been kicked out of his uh, kicked out of his home. Now in the book he was kicked out because he came out as gay, and his uh, father, you know, did not approve and um, uh, treat him horribly. Now in the film he wasn't gay; he, he was actually a, a transgender. That's why. And actually, and I noticed that the actor himself is also a transgender man. man so that was. Yeah, Mac Beta is. Mac, his yes, name. Mac Beta. Mac Beta. Yeah. Uh, 
So I found that, you know, really interesting and uh, not saying like uh, people are transgender is like a growing trend, but definitely has been more highlighted in recent years. And I definitely under understand like why, you know, they would have, you know, made that, cho- uh, made that choice to change and they, character. Yeah. And they wove it into the conversation with he and Otto when he said, you know, because Sonia Otto's wife was a teacher and he said at one point she was the first to call me by my by my name yes by Malcolm yes and um that was like I thought that was well done and well placed yes I I I, I really liked you know their scenes together I really they're very sweet and and it's also another way uh to kind of soften Otto's image yep <laughs> that you know he's not this grumpy Gus that he is you know loving and accepting and supportive people and liked when he calls Malcolm's father and like he's in you know he's an idiot and yeah you know, and I love some really it, nice moments. It was and I <laughs> when you're talking about softening Otto's character, I thought the two little girls who played the um Marisol's kids were great. I mean, they just, I felt like they spent a lot of time giggling, but you know, their, their timing and their lines were very, it was very good. You know, like when Otto gets in the fight with the clown is just hilarious and they're like kind of unfazed by it. And I liked that a lot. Like I thought that was really funny and they, I just thought they did a, a good job with their part, just kind of yeah. giggling and, and the husband who, what is Marisol's husband's name? Um, And he's the, um I don't remember his name as an actor either, but I think he's a riot. Like, you know, he kind yeah. of plays the character that aligns Marisol and Otto, like in the thinking that, you know, we have to watch out for him. Like he's kind of an idiot, yes. <laughs> you know, like, but in a, in a good natured way. And I thought he was really funny. And I, I feel bad that I don't remember his name, but I really liked him. And thought he was just a riot. So I, I just, and the, you know, the ending of the movie, a lot of people I've talked to said, you know, they cry through this whole movie and they cry through the ending. But I think the ending really just kind of gets you. Right. <laughs> Maybe we should tell yes. people what it is because they, you know, um, but I just think the ending is just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, maybe um, so yeah, maybe we won't be too spoilery. Right. <laughs> Manuel we'll Garcia Rulfo is Tommy, is the husband, is Marisol's husband. Yes, there we go. <laughs> and he's he's so good. He's so funny. Yeah. Um, you know, and he plays his part well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we, we should tell everybody the end, but it's so good. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Gets you. Gets you. And, yeah. And it's really, um, and it's really interesting because, like, outside of Tom Hanks, like, not too many like households, like, uh, a lot of these actors, like, I haven't really seen anything, seen them in anything before. Uh, the only, the only one who was familiar was uh, Mike Birbiglia, he's a very popular stand-up comedian and just um, acting here there. He plays the the real estate agent who's um, as kind of a villain, a rather unscrupulous yeah. character. Uh so he was um. He was the only one who I really like recognized that. So, um, it, um, but I thought it was good. Like these actors, you know, who may not be household names. Who, who knows? Maybe someday may become. And I, I think that Cameron Britton's a comedian too. Yeah, possibly. I'm I think sure. I, I'm pretty sure that he is. I mean, I just like yeah, really well can't together. say like more like enough good about this movie. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I could just like you know gush about so, it and want everybody to see it. So, uh, is this one of the uh, rare instances where the the movie surpasses the book for you? Um, it might. It might be. It might yeah. be. I know. I feel like I, I like them both equally, <laughs> but I just found the movie 
You know, I said yeah. to my friend Lynn when we were in the when we left the movie, I said that was one of the best movies I've seen in a long time because I feel like sometimes you go to the movies and you're like, yeah, it was good, you know, it was okay. But I left this and I was like, this this is one of the best movies. Like, I'm just so thankful that I came to the movies and saw it there, and I felt like it had been a long time since I had said that about a film. So <laughs> there's that, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's kind of like. You know, and I and I like the book a lot, but and I like this author, so <laughs> I just think he his writing is great. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like we covered a lot. Yeah. Without trying much. to give too much away. True. true. Um, <laughs> you know, I think the bottom line is yes, there were differences. Were they major? No. Were they necessary to make it Americanized, to make it a US film? Yeah. But <laughs> it didn't yeah. it didn't detract from anything. Yeah, very true. Yeah. So, my, so. I think my parting thing is go see it, read it. <laughs> Let us know if you've read it or saw it and what you think. Yeah. Great. Well, then, I guess until next time, keep reading. And keep watching. <laughs>